it. We are rolling. Episode number 485, No Laugh Track Podcast here at Acme Comedy Company in Minneapolis. I'm Justin Severson, the host, here with my one, two, three time guest, Adam Ray. It's a a hat trick, did we call that? The call cut the hat trick. I love the hat trick. There was a hat trick of uh, men. Um, and let me finish. <laughs> and cut. No, no, no. <laughs> At my circumcision, that all <laughs> tasted the skin. Good night, everybody. No, they, um, which by the way, somebody told me not too long ago that you can, that there's something about like the skin being used in, um, like that you could, you know, the same way. Remember there was like a Japanese rice cakes or rice paper, right? That you could eat. Yes, yes. I remember first trying that when um, my dad, um, the first Japanese family I think I probably ever met. He was a doctor and he was friends with this other doctor. I think Doctor Yamamoto. Yep. This is going to come off racist, but that feels right. It was Yama that, something. Um, and that's Shiro, the name. That's, Shiro something that's, or. That's the name from Die Hard. That's the building of Die Hard. Yamamoto? <laughs> something like that. Anytime I want to go Yamamoto or Yamashiro, which is a restaurant in L.A., I'll put up their Instagram handle, or um, or Yakisoba, or uh, I immediately think of uh, Oroku Saki and Hamato Yoshi, which, in no particular order, are Shredder's original name and um, uh, his fucking next man in command. Uh, his name as well. From the Ninja Turtles? And welcome back to, hey, do these guys get pussy? Uh, so, no. Um, but, but yeah, I love the Ninja Turtles, and I remember uh, actively, you know, taking interest in all the names of the characters, even their origin names, oh before God. they were Shredder and uh, and the other guy. Um, you were saying the three guys that were... So the three guys were in the front, and I, uh, I just, I called them the hat trick, and then so- one of them said... Like, that's a good nickname for our group. And then that spawned just a conversation about the nicknames for groups of fellas, which I think, you know, there's, if you go through the the history books, I mean, what do we got? The Hardy Boys, right? The um, Three the Musketeers. Gotti, three Musketeers, the Gotti Boys, right? Yeah. Um, three Musketeers is probably the most recognizable mm-hmm. trio. Um I mean, this isn't really the, the Mighty Ducks. That's not really a gang. <laughs> but if you're talking about a collection of boys. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Wow. <laughs> Scratch the first options and open and close with that. Maybe the best trio. Well, now we're talking trios. Best trios of all time. <laughs> Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Three Musketeers. And uh, the Three Stooges. Mary, Let's get up. Mary, fuck, kill. <laughs> I'd probably fuck the Stooges. Okay. Just because they'd have some weird tricks up their sleeves. to like poke you in the eyes before they went down on you. And then Huey, Dewey, and Louie, I'd marry because they just seem like fun. They're all every day, every day is an adventure. And then, um, and then kill uh, the Three Musketeers because not a big fan of the candy or your wardrobe. It might be a good fight. It'd be a, well, yeah. And see, knowing that if I had to kill them, they couldn't fight back because I don't know how you defend yourself against a sword. <laughs> and I like to hit the W when I say sword. I like it because, hey man, it's not there for show. Use it. Sound it out. That's right. Um, Do you like professional wrestling? Oh, God. (laughs) Do you emphasize the T in wrestling? Thanks for having me. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of that, we need to go back to the last time where you were here. Yeah. Which was July of 2020, sir. It was a whole different world. Wow. Yeah. July. It was the end of July 2020. The consistency of you in this podcast is delightful. And it's probably the only one that I just don't bat an eye at. And I'm like, yeah, of course. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. Appreciate that. So last time you were, we did this, 
at the very end, we hit up probably your biggest thing, uh, the, the most exciting thing you told me about. You played a bit of a voice message from The Rock. Oh, did I? And you On were like, show? oh, God, yes! what a douchebag. No! I don't know, but I probably was living in a state of mind where I was like, this could be the coolest thing that ever happens to me, so I want to share it and scream it from the rooftops. Yeah, and you were like, uh, are we friends? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I just know him. Yeah. And then that turned into something super fucking cool. Yeah. Now I'm playing Vince McMahon on Young Rock, uh, season three, out on NBC, Friday nights. Um, yeah, now I we are bona fide pals, so that's great. Um, and uh, have exchanged many messages. And even when I text him <laughs> dumb shit drunk, he still responds. So that's the true uh, test. But, um, yeah, the show's been a blast. Um, first time Vince has been portrayed on TV. So, um, uh, you know, some pressure with that. But how close were you to getting that job in July of 2020 that you were? I mean, you had, I think you mentioned on the podcast that you had auditioned. Oh, yeah. So then he called. So then I went to. Wow, that shortly after that, I had auditioned for it. And then I hit him up on Instagram and said, I don't know if this came from you. Because we had just started exchanging mess. Actually, I don't think that was from Instagram. Yes. I, that's right. So I yep. had tagged him in a, a, a post about Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candles and was like, really just being like, I need to start posting more content because we're shut down. And I just need to control what I can control and be a little more active on social media. So even with a picture of... Of the vagina candles selling out in 20 minutes. I was like, let me just make a joke here. And and who's the male equivalent that could sell ball-scented candles was going to be the whole angle. And, like, not, you know, Chris Martin, her husband. I'm trying to think of, like, the most manliest dude. And not that Chris Martin's not, you know, manly, but, um, you know, his T-shirt uh, collection is a little different than The Rock's. And <laughs> I'm just thinking of, like, the brawniest fucking dude dude. That would sell like a scented, like, you think of the, the most petite, pristine woman. Paltrow definitely probably fits the bill. Mm -hmm. And then the, you know, the ball, I just was thinking aggro dude. And so I tagged The Rock. And I never really tag the 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 actual person because I just, I don't know. I'm not thinking in terms of like, maybe they'll comment. Right. So I did for whatever reason. And then I start getting all these DMs. How do you know The Rock? And I'm like, everybody knows The Rock. What are you referring to? And then my buddy was like, holy shit, I can't believe you responded. And I look at it, and he was like, brother, I, you know, uh, I've been trying to get these going, but I keep burning my dick on the wax or whatever and <laughs> keep up the good work. And I was like, what the fuck? So then he followed me, and my then fiancé and now wife's like, uh, hey, like, what the fuck? Like, and I was like, I got to ask him to do the podcast. You know, definitely just blew my loot load too early and shot him a DM. Seen, but no response. Now I'm just in this fucking spiral of like, fuck, shouldn't have reached out. Ah! And then months go by, and then he sent me those messages on Instagram being like, sorry, I never checked these. You know, it was like a five-minute voice note being like, you know, you, you know, enjoy your stuff and, and blah, 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 and we'll toast a glass of Terramana, his tequila, when, uh, when things get back to normal. And so then I got the audition and was like, you know, shot him a message being like, I don't know if this is from you, which it wasn't. It was just, you know, my agent being on top of his shit, being like, you know, you're right for this. Like, oh, okay. Not, which, okay. You know, and so then I shot him a message with my number and said, you know, when things resume, like this is easier than, than the DM since you don't check it. Hit me up and we'll, we'll, get, uh, we'll get some drinks. And uh, again, seen no response. So then I went to my buddy uh, Jaleel White and I, who Jaleel played uh, Urkel on Family Matters. And we uh, both know, um, he knows Chappelle. I know Chappelle's uh, tour manager uh, well. And, and so Chappelle had his camp in Ohio. And Julia hooked me up and was like, yo, 
we should go out to this. And I was like, I'll hit up uh, our boy. So we hit him up. We went out for a weekend. It was an amazing weekend. Louie was there and John Mayer and Tiffany Haddish and Common and Sarah Silverman. And, and um, it was awesome. And on, uh, on one of the nights after one of the shows, we're in a van, Jaleel, myself, a few other people going over to the this little mini shack area, they called it, which was basically where the after party was. Uh-huh. We were there until 4 or 5 in the morning. And I get a text that says, hey, it's Dwayne in parentheses. Uh, the Rock let me know uh, when you can get on the horn and chat. And at this point, I'd gone on a few podcasts and other things, and I just was now jokingly creating this narrative of, like, The Rock's ghosting me. Because I'm just like, there's no way. It just didn't feel like it was even plausible to strike up any For real sure. relationship. He was kind enough to respond once, but I'm like, the guy's got a million things going on. Yeah. No, no real relationship is going to blossom. And then... <laughs> So I kind of fucking thought it was a buddy fucking with me and didn't respond. And then he, I get a missed call and a voicemail the next morning being li- from him being like, um, uh, I actually think I saved it. Maybe I can play part of it. Do I, did I save it? Yeah, here it is. Oh, the drama. Tick, tick, tick. Fuck, it's not playing. Oh, we are in a dungeon here. Maybe that's why no service. It's possible. Now everyone's like, you don't have it. <laughs> um, but it was basically like, hey, man, you said you could uh, blah, 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 like, or, or you know, get, uh, get, um, call me back. And I was like, fuck. So I called him back. He didn't pick up. And now I'm like, fuck. Oh, and yeah. He literally called me the next, the next day. And I'm taking a poo. And I pick it up. And it said <laughs> unknown. And I just pick it up. And I was like, oh, my God. And he just goes. Give me your best Vince McMahon impression. And I go, you're fired while I'm pooing. Like, so that was just a conflict of interest. <laughs> oh, my God. And, uh, and then he goes, congrats, brother. You got the job. And then I started crying. No. Then I started. <laughs> um, then I was like, holy shit. And then we talked for almost two hours about everything. Being raised by single moms and wrestling and sports and comedy and crowd work. And, man, I felt like I'd known him my whole life. And, uh. But the whole time you're distracted, like, I need to get off this toilet. 1,000%. I was like, dude, <laughs> if you don't mind, I can't feel my legs. I did ref- I did make a joke to that, and he was dying laughing. He goes, get the fuck out of here. I was like, dude, this whole time I've been sitting fucking half naked on the pot. I was like, I like okay, if you want me to do the Vince walk at any point in the season, you're going to probably have to, you know, get some prosthetics because uh, I am numb from the knees below. Um, going to amputate. Yeah. So, so then, yeah, went back, and then uh, – it was awesome, and then and now here we are. And literally just today, they posted that Vince is back in uh, as uh, on the board of the W uh, W uh, E. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got in some, I don't even remember what the trouble was. I don't even know if some lawsuits, some paying off some gals. Oh, which that's by the right. way, all sounded consensual. You know, that's what stood out to me. I was like, all right, he, he you know, affairs, no bueno, um, but no domestic abuse, no rapey shit, like just. You were unfaithful, and then you paid people, but nobody, none of the women were like, he did weird fucking creepy shit, he yeah. chased me out of the room with his dick, he yeah. always ordered the same thing from the Cheesecake Factory, and then made me say it while I had a mouthful of cum, like, he, there was nothing, <laughs> there was nothing weird. It was we just, don't know about his kink. We don't know about his kink. <laughs> Vince's kinks, yeah. But anyway, so he's back in the fold now, which is, uh, which is kind of uh, cool. So no, we'll see. Oh, that's, that's cool breaking news, that's, that's really yeah. cool. Uh, where do you go, I... Where do you go to film that show? So the first few seasons were in Australia. Why? 
because when COVID uh, hit and shut down, um, nothing. They didn't know when the business was going to resume, and um, NBC was like, "Well, Australia's done a pretty nice job of keeping things under control." So that's why because they had you know decent leadership and and. Um, and uh, what are you talking about? I handled it beautifully. <laughs> okay, first of all, it wasn't even real. Okay, Dr. Fauci, if that's your real name, too many C's. Um, it was uh, open for biz. We had a quarantine for two weeks. That sucked. Okay. Um, and then and then we shot the first season. I was only in a few episodes, but I was down there for almost eight weeks. So I just kind of met some local comics some that were fans and, and took care of me and some that I just got to know down there and, and uh, really cool scene um, and uh, really great people. And I just did shows and you did. partied every night. Awesome. Aside from the two days. Because the first day I shot and then I had like three and a half weeks before my next day of shooting. So I just was like, well, I'm going to fucking live it up. And uh, went to sanctuaries and held koalas and, and did not get... Uh, um, uh, what is it? Chlamydia. Uh, chlamydia. Yeah, from say, I'll tell you. One of my buddies too, when I went down there, he was like, he's like, careful, dude, don't, uh, don't, uh, don't fuck a koala, you'll get chlamydia. I was like, yeah, I mean, I don't even. Like, that's why you don't. That's why you don't fuck it, I guess, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that. That was his, as if already fucking the koala wasn't off the table. Right. Don't do it because of X Y Z, which is all that you know. X Y Z STD, WNBA, AT and T, and so. I definitely uh, didn't get it, but held a koala. They're so cute. They're so old and like stoned, and That's she's funny. like, um, <laughs> she's like, they uh, they just chill, they sleep, they fuck, and they uh, and they eat eucalyptus and they get high. It's like what a great existence. Anyway, shot the first two seasons there, and we went back last year, and then this season is in Memphis. Oh, okay. So I'll go back there to do the last episode um, next week. And uh, oh wow, nice to be stateside so that I could still do gigs and other shows if they come about, and. Um, like I'm shooting a couple episodes of this Rob Lowe Fox show next week, right before called a uh, 911 Lone Star. Yeah. Um, and uh, by the way, Rob Lowe, just give it up for Rob Lowe. Just the, thanks, B. Young blood. I mean, doesn't age. Certain people, I think Hollywood just like, if he goes off the air, it's almost like if the bus slows down under 50 whatever speeds, right. whatever it was in right. the movie. If you keep if Lowe isn't on TV, like if he's off TV for longer than like a month, I think the business folds or or God gets up. Something happens, right? More Harvey Weinstein's show up. Like something. There's got to be some sort of an equation where it's like if Lowe's off air, then I think you're right. Then global warming yeah. ramps up. I don't know. I don't know what the uh, the math is on. There's it. yeah. There were there were will never not be a Rob Lowe television show in in that. production. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I yeah. So uh, I am too. <laughs> so good. So funny. Good. Remember so, when he got when uh, maybe was it when that show came out and they they the uh, Fox was at a football game and they show or was it the World Series and they showed him sitting in the stands. Yeah. And he just had like the most generic freaking. Yeah. It said like NFL. Yeah. Yes. People were like, so. oh, you big fan. <laughs> I know. I also, I would start, I would have no shame if I got to low status to just, like, be like, yo, Snapple, you want me to wear a hat at the fucking World Series? Right? hundred grand. Yeah. Oh, to wear a hat, I got no problem. Yeah. I got no problem. Snapple hasn't been accused of any sort of subway, like, your tuna's not tuna type shit, right? Right, as far Snapple, as I know. Like, no one's like, dude, it's not real kiwis in Snapple, kiwi <laughs> strawberry. 
Well, no fucking shit, Eli. It's <laughs> it's uh, it's artificial fruit, but you drink it. But there's no real reports about. I don't know. There probably are. No one does a deep dive on Snapple's nutritional, you know. Outcomes. Those little uh, facts on the bottom, on the, the other flip side of the lid. Yeah, they've ripped all those off. Not an original one. Yeah, that's their that's their controversy. They're probably all open mic comic <laughs> jokes. That's right. <laughs> they just they do what uh, what SNL used to get accused of ripping off um, exactly. you know, sketches online that didn't have a ton of views. That's right. We <laughs> steal the ones no one's seen. That's amazing. <laughs> Some open micer does a documentary about trying to take down Snapple. They've used all of my bits from 2002 to 2003. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, all right. I saw you did a uh, New Year's Eve in Vegas. Yep. How was that? Great. Uh, I always do the Tropicana out there, Laugh Factory. Shout out to Harry Basil. Great club. Shows are awesome. What's up, dude? Uh, shows are uh, always awesome. Vegas gets an eclectic, you know, uh, group that comes in. And um, do Adam Ray fans show up on New Year's Eve in Vegas? Oh yeah, they do. Quite it's few, not yeah. Ju- yeah, quite a few actually. And I that's awesome. Yeah, it is cool. There's now certain places. Obviously, you're trying to, uh, you know, grow your uh, your audience. Of and Following every year. And actually, a bu- a buddy of mine, Sam, who comes to the show uh, every time I'm here, and uh, his friend Paul. I'm gonna give him a shout out, but also a, a fucking dig. Goes uh, so you know this is my, he goes this is my third time seeing you here he goes when do you think you'll play uh, bigger venues and I go yeah I uh, don't appreciate your tone Paul but I do uh, pick up on what you're putting down which is how do you get out of the comedy club into the theater game and I go well when you know when you're coming through I go the real answer and you start to, your shows are selling out before you get there it's probably a strong indication that maybe it is time to upgrade um, and uh, and we're just not there yet but uh, but uh, but. Certain cities like Vegas or Seattle or a, a San Diego, maybe a Denver, uh, where I've been enough to where been enough, and then also just where you go. Oh, cool! There's people that are are following uh, the journey a little bit uh, closer. Um, but Vegas is it's cool. We were there for Thursday till left on Tuesday. Oh, wow. probably a couple of days too long. Yeah, it's you stuck around, huh? Yeah, just cause, well, it was cheaper to go back on Tuesday than it was on Monday. Sure. And uh, significantly, and uh, we had no. We both, uh, my wife and I, needed to uh, do some work and can work from anywhere, and, and um, so it was fine. And uh, and do you, uh, do you have time to tie one on after your shows on New Year's Eve? Or do you oh just, yeah, we yeah. did. We 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 drank and uh, did a lot of karaoke, and um, you do karaoke? Love it. Dude. Really? I was just talking about last night to this kid in the front row who looked like he. <laughs> I said he had. Long hair, and he just looked like a rock star of some sorts. But then I, I kept telling him, I go, you look like Edwin McCain. And he oh, goes, who's yeah. that? And I go, these are the moments <laughs> I thank God that I'm alive. These are the moments I remember all my life. I got all I'm waiting for, and I could not ask for more. I could not ask for more. And, I, and he was like, dude, I don't know who the fuck that is. <laughs> Stop singing so close to me. And then uh, and then I uh, threw a couple other things at him, and and I said how I like to sing Daughtry karaoke every now and then because I like to see MILFs smile. Oh, of course. Um, <laughs> Daughtry's got another, you know, sultry, just, you know, I'm coming home. And then I did this, like, act out of a MILF going, oh. And I was like, so I don't know what that was. I've never tried to impersonate a MILF before, but I feel like she's ex- exuding a lot of joy <laughs> at the sight of anyone trying to, you know, portray Daughtry. Uh, I'll do some Lionel. I'll do some... You know, Shania, I'll do, I like Alanis Morissette, anything 90s. Yeah, really? And then every now and then I'll, I'll dig deep for a Bohemian Rhapsody. You gotta, 
you can't be up there trying to sing something really well. We uh, completely agree. We did karaoke in the lobby uh, of the Tropicana the first night, and there was the guy who is the the Prince lookalike for the show, and he went down and he was holding a glass of wine and he was dressed like Prince, and I was yeah. like, dude, it's after hours. He reminded me of the guys when I played Wolverine at Universal Studios. There was a guy that played Spider-Man and would show up on his off days in Spider-Man apparel, and I was like, Greg, you drive a Jetta, you ain't the guy. You ain't the guy. You see, you see fucking Mike who plays Captain America? He has a bumper sticker on the back of his Escalade that says, nobody's ugly after 2 a.m. That's not Captain America's catchphrase. We are all not the guys. Don't be saying that to me, Wolverine. I'm Adam. I'm Adam, not Wolverine. Funny, funny, I know. I mean, I, these were all my first jokes about that about that world because like day two you know <laughs> i mean the main i was like third string wolverine jay moore jay moore when i first met him and went on his podcast and he now refers to me as third string wolverine because <laughs> i i told him that i was third string and he fucking was crying laughing at the, just the idea of that yes. and so i'm like he's like what does it mean it's like well i'm fucking third on the call sheet like but there's a guy named mark miller who was like wrote a fucking le- leather jacket motorcycle and uh, by the way, some people are like, dude, you're giving out the real names of a lot of people. Yeah, dude, I, that's how I roll. Like, look them up, fucking fact check. You do do that. I, I do. And that's I try so to fun. fucking pussyfoot. <laughs> Ta- Kaylin Peck, Lake Forest Park Elementary, Shoreline, Washington. First hits I ever saw. <laughs> we were at Camp Arkyla, and a bumblebee flew up her shirt, which some people would argue, were you guys in cahoots with the bumblebee? Because he got out that shirt pretty quick. And she, in one motion, was like, no. And we were all like, jackpot. Granted, the titties were a little, you know, they're not what everybody probably wanted as their first uh, glance at, uh, at at boobs live in the flesh, but nevertheless, for the sixth grade to have anything going on, impressive. So that bee flies away, being like, "You're welcome," <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, hold on to that image as long as you can. <laughs> I know you will. <laughs> I know you will. Yeah. And so um, anyway, so so uh, I remember, you know, we'd go 35 on, 25 off in the Wolverine. All the Marvel character shifts. And so uh, Mark's walking off. I'm walking on, and uh, I'm just standing back there waiting to walk onto set into the park. Yeah. And he goes, "What are you doing?" And I go, "What do you mean?" He goes, "You don't, you're not getting into character." I go, "Oh yeah, this is pretty much it. I just tell myself that I'm Wolverine, and I walk out to the fucking park. What do you do?" And he's like, and he starts doing this whole thing. I was like, "No, dude, I can't talk to you right no, now. No. I can't be a part of what it is you're doing." But it's why the kids would be like, what's Wolverine's, f-? this is one of my first jokes, what's Wolverine's favorite food? And I was like, potato salad, fuck off. You know, like, <laughs> you, know, you can see these sideburns peeling off, kid. If you think I'm the real guy, you got bigger issues. Um, but, uh, but it was a cool job. But, um, but there was a point to all that. Oh, I, What was the question? Uh, who knows? Who knows? Oh, there was a question in there. Uh, I wanted to get to. That's my problem. I go on tangents. So what? It's great. Look how many laughs we just got out of that. All right. If maybe it'll come back to us. If we don't, I brought something uh, that I I don't. I've never done this before. I'm, we're gonna see if we're gonna see how this goes. Would you mind doing a little reading? You no. got your glasses on. Um, so I don't even remember how I stumbled upon this, and I did a ton of editing. And we probably this is long. We probably won't even get through it all. We're just you could just kind of hop around. Oh, great, great, great. But what this is, maybe you've seen this. I, you probably have. Mm. It is. I. This has to be an AI created biography for you, oh, Adam God. Ray. Have you ever seen this? No. Awesome. Okay, it's. Look at it's front and back. It's I edited God. the shit out of this. It's way longer. AI. So meaning that the computer just. Go- went through Google or Wiki or my mom's diary or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 
So I have two copies of this. I'm going to give you one. I will let you know that I, I don't actually. Uh, it, it had like a full name here for you, yeah, and you I kind of. You know, I, I I just I cut it uh, most of or all of them out just to try to uh, keep it short. Or I don't name because it'll take up so much time. No, not middle name. It had uh, anyway. You'll oh, see. Oh, it had here. what? It had other. It had a last name. Not Ray. Oh, really? Yeah. What? That's my last name. Is it is one thousand percent? Well, then who? Uh, I'll just say it. Did you pull up a different? There's another Adam Ray out there. No, 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 no. Bro, that is constantly being. No, but, but asked this is about. AI. So Adam Ray is the full, uh, full name. It's my dad's real last name because I guess it does flow okay so people are like stage name huh i'm like no real name i never questioned it until i saw this but it, it, this is definitely if not 100 percent, 90 percent of this is based on you i can tell yeah. you that all right so what would ray be cut down from or changed to i mean i guess who knows my mom wanted to name me fun fact rachel when they couldn't see my wiener on the sonogram so imagine if i came out you know first of all surprise right fully hard out of the womb Everyone's like, dude, it's not a good sign that you came out of your mom hard. What was going on? What'd you see in there? What were they showing? We'll edit this out. But I, but I, <laughs> do, but if I was Rachel Ray to li- and a and a girl to live in her shadows, can you imagine? But then also now, do you think that I have the chutzpah to to go on TV, even though if I had like a girly voice? Because you know, you know, Rachel's a little more. She's definitely a oh yeah, more man, raspy man. She's got a little Whoopi Goldberg going on, a little For raspy sure. manly, like you know. And uh, if I, if she was like. People have Linguini, 17 minutes. We're doing it in 12. Mark it. Clip it. We're doing it in 12. What if I got on TV and was like, we're doing it in six. Linguini in six. Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> uh, Berman style. Uh, no, Chris Berman. And who was the other one that w- that that has the bloopers? Oh, um, uh, I just. Hardball. No. Um, yes, I just sent it to, Bra- to Brandon. Uh, Bill, Bill O'Reilly. O'Reilly. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Yes. Unreal, dude. All right. Adam Ray. Adam wedded his better half, Amanda, on October 9, 2022. True. They dated for <laughs> half 10 years prior to the wedding. Yeah. So, meaning like five? Yeah. Yeah. About true. Oh, yeah. AI calls that half 10 years. Adam is, uh, they dated for half 10 years prior to wedding. Adam is a rising virtual entertainment sensation. I mean, fucking welcome to my new bio. YouTuber, business visionary, and hopeful entertainer from the U.S. They should probably also add in here, spent too much of his money on trying to help his family. Will not see any of that back. Okay. He acquired tremendous reputation from his YouTube comedic video transfers and unscripted TV appearances. Amazing. Uh, Unscripted. I did go on Blind Date twice in college as a joke, but I don't think that's where I got any sort of critical acclaim. As well as showing up as a visitor on the Simonetta I in show. Yeah, I did go. There's a girl... She has a huge YouTube uh, Instagram live show where she interviews celebrities. It was a little chaotic. That it was. I don't want to say too much more, but I couldn't believe how popular it was. Hmm. Has dealt with few movies and television programs. What's more, he has a digital broadcast called About the Previous Evening. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's actually about last night is the name of my podcast. Check it out. YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. Add on Sandra Bullock, Bill Burr, Melissa McCarthy, Susan Sarandon, Jason Derulo. About the previous evening should be the real title. Come on. And a sizable following via online entertainment. Adam has had areas of strength for uh, an ethic and strong fascination with the diversion business since early on. Mm. In any case, Adam battled with fr- uh, uh, frailty since he was overweight when he was more youthful. Thanks for bringing it up, AI. <laughs> be that as it may, he never surrenders and in this way chooses to seek after a calling in a similar industry. The entertainer started by performing stand-up satire in his old neighborhood prior to continuing on towards clubs in urban areas around the country. 
uh, in the comedic television series Human Monster, Human Giant. Right. In 2007, Adam made his acting presentation and a minor job as Tom Voyage, Tom Cruise. Uh, but by the way, Tom Voyage, great <laughs> porn name, great detective name, great <laughs> fucking name for a guy who wants to rob a Jamba Juice. Uh, Voyage. In 2011, he was given a role as Head Kramer, the primary person in the t- uh, television series Appleseed Rudimentary. He's actually the uh, principal in a YouTube web series called Appleseed Elementary, which sent off his acting vocation. 2016, he co-starred close by Michael Barbuto and Mercedes in the featuring job of Denny. That was fun. Adam Wedded is drawn out, sweetheart. Jesus Christ. Amanda <laughs> on October 29th, 2022. Drawn out, sweetheart. After their most <laughs> memorable gathering, two or three has a decent association, uh, is indistinguishable and begins dating. In spite of Adam's bustle timetable he generally makes himself open to his woman what the fuck does that mean (laughs) read that again after their most memorable gathering the wedding i guess two or three has a decent association is indistinguishable and begins dating in spite of adam's bustling timetable he generally makes himself open to his woman does that mean like i never want to fuck i don't know what does that mean (laughs) Making himself open to his woman. Sex. I don't mean. I guess it could be more. After their most memorable, uh, following three years of the relationship, Adam proposes to Amanda for marriage with a wonderful ring and a charming climate. And Adam shocks her and makes her second one of the remarkable collections of her life. First and foremost, Amanda was so ang- all right. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, a couple of letters about all right. Enough about the wedding. Is that it? Okay. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On October 29th, the couple uh, at last shared promises, welcoming a predetermined number of visitors. The couple hasn't arranged about their young youngsters yet. The couple appears to be private and has not imparted their own data to outcasts and the media. <laughs> the outcasts and the media. <laughs> Holy shit. I uh, the top one here is uh, Adam brings in cash in more than one way. Doug Turnoff, American father. Archibald's next big thing is here, and stay at home are portion of the entertainer's latest ventures. American father instead of American dad. Oh my god! Perfect. Doug unplugs. They called it Doug Turnoff. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, it was an Apple a TV animated show. Um, <laughs> all right, some key points here we don't want to forget. Um, Adam is a rising virtual entertainment sensation. Um, uh, he had a minor job as Tom Voyage. Voyage or voyage? <laughs> I mean, like I would read it as voyage, but voyage. My, my dad was a cardiovascular surgeon in Seattle uh, when I was a kid, and he had a doctor that was, uh, you know, his counterpart named Dr. Savage. I always thought that was a cool-ass doctor name. My dad's Dr. Ray. Dr. Savage. And, but I would always call him Dr. Savage. Right. And he would be like, it's Savage, you fat fuck. Uh, I, used so to work anyway. with guy, I used to work with a guy. His last name is spelled A-N-G-E-R. Anger. Anger. A- Anger. Anger. I was like, dude, your yeah. last name is Anger. Yeah. Own up to it. It's awesome. Anger. Anger. Yeah. Lean into it. Yeah. Lean there's, into uh, it. There's, of course, there's Nick Lachey that people uh, commonly will. Uh, oh, that's true. Misconstrue. Let's go to the last line here. The entertainer has a dressing line with his name on it. He offers caps, beanies, men's tanks, shirts, hoodies, and joggers available to be purchased on the web. All items, I like this, all items are presented at somewhat reasonable expenses, <laughs> which range from, range from 10 to $40. <laughs> Dear God. AI. This is why you guys ain't going to make it. Man. This is why we never have to be concerned about iRobot. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, Although, a computer's not going to take over writing your jokes. No. God, can you, I mean. I don't think it's going to happen. There was a time when, yeah, I don't know. There wasn't there a video recently posted. I feel like Rogan posted it, where it was a robot that was like moving around, but then it was like uh, they were like it can now feel feelings. That was scary. Yeah, I don't want any part of that. No. Even when the Roomba came along, 
the little uh, vacuum thing. Of course. I was like, what are we doing? Stop trying to make life easier by progressing the robot community's uh, confidence in we're accepting of their existence. Does that make sense? Yes. And this is coming from a visionary entertainment <laughs> sensation. <laughs> Vir- virtual virtual entertainment hilarious yeah hilarious i uh we got a roomba as a gift a wedding gift years ago and um felt like a good gift yeah and i wasn't comfortable using it too much because I, f- I was like i gotta move every all the shit out of the way uh, around the ho- like it also, needs an open path don't you feel like you're constantly judging it <laughs> and if it misses one spot i'm like turn it off yeah however get the fuck out when it when do it do your job robot bitch <laughs> when it got to the uh Top of the when it when it it hit the top of the staircase and didn't go over the edge, I was like, okay, that's impressive. Oh yeah, okay. Well, that's see, that's what it get. That's why. That's how it sucks you back in. Yeah. That's how it gains your trust. It's like I could sense that that would be the end of my life, <laughs> and although jumping off this flight of stairs seems like the right move considering the current state of the nation. <laughs> and how divided we are. You're like, all right, you do make some good points. Wait a second, you're talking. By the way, your wife is getting lippy. Do you need any advice? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. You guys shared a wonderful ring in a charming climate, <laughs> and you shocked her with one of the most remarkable recollections of her life. <laughs> um, what What is your wife going to think of that? Are you going to show that to her? Yeah, she uh, she just called me. I should have I should have picked up and, and read a few. Yeah, she'll. she'll Will she be this. freaked out? No, she'll no. think it's funny. Okay, she's good. very funny. Good. I was good, just good. telling a, a buddy the other day, just bragging about her and how, you know, I dated girls that that found me funny, which was great. Um, that had great senses of humor. We had a, a we were on board sensibility wise, and I didn't need them to be funny, and I also didn't need to be the only one. I didn't care about like needing to be like, but she just naturally is very funny and makes me laugh. And and then she you know ended up telling me the last few years that she wanted to be a, a comedian when she was younger. But she uh, she doesn't doesn't try to be. But I told her the other day, which she thought was a sweet compliment, that the first option that she said the timing is great, and the first option that she said that she thinks of is what she always goes with. I never like for me. I feel like I see Minority Report style, like three or four things. When I'm doing crowd work on stage, I just see a bunch of options and I fucking grab one, and I, I for whatever reason can slow it down almost and. And have gotten comfortable in a place to where I can, uh, you know, take my time and 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 still not missing the the right moment to you know in any sort of uh, whether it's a joke or crowd work you got a split second to say the right or wrong thing right. and if you miss it it's fucking moments over which is why this is such a crazy uh, art form but she um, we were uh, making out on the bed and mm-hmm. she no, uh, hit the and lights we're probably heading towards you know one of the few times based on this breakdown that we fuck. And she goes, uh, and so, and then I had put on, I think I was having some back issues the last month or so, and I had a Tiger Bomb patch on. And I, I kind of rolled over, and I go, I go, I go, oh, I go, oh, shit, babe, give me a second. My Tiger Bomb patch stuck to the pillow. And she goes, oh, talk dirty to me, babe. And it was very funny. <laughs> and it was a very funny thing to say, and it made me laugh. And it didn't halt any forward progress. But, uh, but it was also, I like that that's, that she does that. Hell yeah. Know? Yeah. Hell yeah. And then it didn't ruin things. Didn't ruin things, yeah. <laughs> If anything, it just made me, uh, you know, want to buy more Tiger Bomb patches. <laughs> the smell, though, it's a little too, it's aggressive. Uh-huh. They uh-huh. don't, you know, it's like if if you went to Wonka's factory and he was like, lick the lick the wall. The snozberries taste like snozberries. The Tiger Bomb patch, patches taste like Tiger Bomb patches. You'd be like, 
Dude, is it cool if we get a refund and go hang out at Charlie's bar that he opened down the street? You know? Because I feel like that kid always had a side business. I feel like he was... I feel like he had more money. He, I feel like, truly, and this is just based on one night when I watched it on Edibles, I was like, <laughs> Charlie has side businesses. He has money in the bank, but his grandparents never really did much for him, except for Grandpa Joe. And so he's like, I don't know you shit. He could buy them all new beds, new shoes, new gowns, bedpans, so that his mom's like, I made hot water for dinner again, Charlie. And he's like, <laughs> bitch, I've got six hoagies in the back fridge. And I, I've got a back fridge in a different place 10 miles away. You know how it takes me 80 minutes to run to school every morning? I'm going to my second house to, to, to feed my second family. I'm 50. <laughs> but I've got Andy Milanakis disease. If <laughs> you pitched this to somebody as a yes. sequel? <laughs> I pitched it to uh, the fucking AI. Uh, <laughs> but they were like, we do not understand your... Oh, my God. Uh, Adam, we got to wrap this up because uh, we, we've hit that time. This has been so much fun, always. as always. Um, last time I said we'll see you again in a year, and it didn't happen. It's been uh, two and a half, so hopefully you get back here quicker. I love it, We're going to do this again. Hopefully I, I, I love this club. It's only uh, um, uh, one of the few places that I truly look forward to coming back to. I mean, but that, but every comic says that about this room because it is uh, a treat. And um, and thanks for having me. Hell yeah. I can't emphasize enough. If uh, you're listening to this and there's still shows, Adam Stills in town, come to the shows. The crowd, the material's great. The cr- crowd work is it's one We've of the best. Fun, one of the fun best. Stuff so far, yeah. One of the absolute best. Thanks, brother. The playing with the crowd. Thank, Thank you. you. Good to see you.